And you are listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. You're joined this morning by myself, Lawson. Across, across from the table from me, we've got Nikita. Whoop, whoop. That, that took a little bit to get that sentence out there. You know, the, train, <laughs> the train started. It had some hiccups, you know. You know you know when they start the car and it's like, like it's really yeah. taking its time to get going? <laughs> hey, look, we're, it's a Thursday, guys. It's near Sabbath. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know if that means we're worse at our job or better, but it's a, it's a Thursday. <laughs> You're listening to the breakfast show, and we are going to have our next quiz question. Okay, what weapon did young David use to fell the giant warrior Goliath? Ah, okay. Oh, c- combat this morning. So I'll do it. I'll say the question again. Mm-hmm. What weapon did young David use to fell the giant warrior Goliath? Mm-hmm. If you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669. That is the number to text. And if you text that number with the correct answer, go into the draw. This is the, the penultimate question mm. of the week to get in for the draw for the wisdom yes. of Solomon, which is all about building Israel back in the day, being a governor of Solomon and establishing the, the Israelite empire. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're talking like... What, like three, three and a half thousand years ago, like a long, long time, and maybe, maybe like 3.2 millennia ago. So, <laughs> hey, 0491064669 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show, and we, I have a text message here actually from Wayne. He says, Good mornings, blessings. Speaking of soil, thinking outside the box, we are the soil, uh, the word of God is the seed. I'll make mm. every effort to be good soil for the seed to grow. And I'll fertilize others' soil um, that they may be nourished and the seed will grow there. Just a thought. Thanks for that, oh, Wayne. Yes. Yeah. And obviously that's related. You were talking earlier about mm. hydroponic setups. Yes. And, and not it related to – whenever I hear the word hydroponic, I'm a bit scarred and I, I, think, I just think of drugs. <laughs> um, but no, we're talking about growing, you know, crops that you should consume. Uh, and yeah, no, it's really good stuff. Uh, thank you so much for that, Wayne. Obviously, that's a reference to the, the parable that Jesus tells about mm-hmm. the soil. You know, one soil is rocky, one so- soil is thorny, one so- soil is hard. And then yeah. finally, you have the good, the nutrient-rich soil where the Word of good God is planted soil. and it grows and mm. returns back, you know, a hundredfold. So fantastic stuff there. That's definitely what we can be. And we can make, make a choice. We can say, hey, God, like I want to... I want to be open to your word. I want to be open to your leading. Help me to become like that. And also, I think it's interesting, actually, just reflecting a little bit on this wisdom of Solomon building the kingdom (laughs) of Israel. And and we were talking about Israel-Palestine protests uh, earlier in the show. I just Mm. want to state as well, here at Faith FM, we are Christians, and we are Protestants, and we are not Zionists, by the way. So, so we, we do not believe in the reestablishment of Israel because that is the need, that is the place that needs to be put there so that Armageddon can happen, which is, you know, that kind of idea actually in, has, you know, has dictated American foreign policy even. Mm. And, and many evangelicals, it's, oh, we need to establish Israel. We need to rebuild the temple. Uh, but hey, stone and wood and rocks is not what God is looking for at yep. the end of time. He there is a temple in heaven, and there is a sanctuary in heaven where God is operating. And right now, He's calling for our hearts as well. So absolutely. So I, I just want to state that to say, like, yeah, we are not pro-Israel in the sense of we're not Zionists, mm. uh, but simultaneously, we're also 
pro peace and and yeah i really kind of stand by what not kind of i really stand by what i said in regards to you know man like look like we're we're all for the plight of people and of of people in their countries being persecuted and mm-hmm. hurt and whatnot and 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 human rights violations shouldn't go unnoticed and, and overlooked but i think Protesting by way of disruption, yeah, it, it just it just doesn't cause anyone to be on your side. I yeah. think you can't be annoying enough to make people change. I mean, like, I guess you could, but it won't be it won't be lasting. It won't be positive. And so, I, I just really, I would if if any if any pro pal or Palestinian people are listening this morning, yeah, we are we are on your side in the sense that we are pro peace and we we mm. are anti conflict. And we would just love to see people presenting their plight in a in a loving and meaningful manner and saying, Absolutely. look, this is where we're at. This is what's going on. And, and people will support 100%. That, that's just some thoughts that are rattling around in my brain. And I'm, I'm thankful that I have a, <laughs> a platform to share those as well. Because getting into our Bible study today, we are talking about the Exodus. Mm. Um, we're talking about the establishment of the nation of Israel Originally, the 12 tribes and whatnot set up there in the Middle East and the difficulties and the plight that they went through on their journey towards freedom. And we're going to be starting in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Do you want to pick it up in verse 1 for us? And we're going to read from verse 1 to, say, verse 4. Verse 4? Okay. So 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 to 4. This is in the New King James Version. Mm. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Mm. Amazing. This is powerful. This is mm. actually powerful because I, 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 what, what I see here is that for people who claim to be a New Testament Christian, yep. and by the way, like we are, we are Christians because of the New Testament, mm. but we need to be biblical Christians. Yes. The, the, the phrase New Testament Christians doesn't sit well with me because the Bible is one continuous narrative. Mm. The, the, Solutions of the New Testament are answering the problems of the Old Testament. Absolutely. Uh, the the Jesus that comes in the New Testament is a figure that was prophesied of and was a response to the Old Testament. So without the Old yeah. Testament, you're basically reading half the book. Like you're Well, the New Testament consistently points to the Old Testament, so you have to you can't have one without the other. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you read passages uh, John chapter 2 for example, oh, sorry, John chapter 1 and verse 29, I should yes. say. Where it's like, you know, behold the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the earth. That's what John the Baptist claims as he mm. sees Jesus walking in. It's like that has no meaning or relevance to you without the Old Testament. Yeah. Because it's sanctuary language. It's absolutely. getting into the innocent sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm. And even the beginning um, of John chapter 1, 2, where in the beginning it was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. Mm. And that's just pointing to how Genesis starts out as well yeah. too. So it just shows how interconnected that both mm. sides are. But the simple point that's being made here, mm. I shouldn't say but, but and, the simple point that's being made here in First Corinthians chapter 10 is that the Jews... Who were or the, the Israelites who were led out of Egypt 
who followed Moses mm. were following Christ. Yes. They were Christ followers. That the rock was Christ. The, they all drank of the same spiritual drink. They ate of the same spiritual food. And the point he's making is to they all amongst themselves and to us. Yes. The experience that they had of, of passing through the sea, of, of receiving bread from heaven, all of these things is reflective and represents the same experience that we're having today mm. following Christ. There isn't a division there of, oh, that was... That was this religion and this is our religion, which again kind of flies in the face of dispensationalists who try to divide the Old and New Testament. Mm. And and basically their their message or, the, or their understanding of theology is that people in the Old Testament or Jews of the Old Testament were saved by works yeah. and people after Christ were saved by faith. But the reality is, is that no one is saved by a different way other than faith and yeah. the grace of God. That That is the only way. Now, the specific application of that mm-hmm. has looked different throughout time. I Right now, like if I want to be saved by Christ, I fall on my knees and repent to him of my mm-hmm. sins and he accepts me into the kingdom of heaven. Like yep. that, that's that's the deal. And then furthermore, it comes with the promise of the Holy Spirit where he works in me and, and leads me to become more like him. Now, in terms of the that sanctification aspect, it was the same. It was mm. the same for the, the Bible is clear. The Holy Spirit was working in the Old Testament. Now, when Jesus says, oh, the Holy Spirit will come in the New Testament, that's not actually a reflection of the Holy Spirit being not willing to come before or not being present before, but rather of the people finally ready to receive it. Mm, mm -hmm. That's just the case. Like the people are ready to receive the Holy Spirit rather than what is the charge that Jesus brings against the Israelites? That they're stiff-necked. Yes, that they stand against him. That they're that they and we can do the same thing with the Holy Spirit. It's called grieving the Holy Spirit, and that mm. was the, the sin that Israel was guilty of. But everyone is saved, saved by the same way. You're listening to the Breakfast Show. Connect with us on zero four nine one zero six four double six nine. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would bring conviction mm-hmm. to the heart of an Israelite. Yeah, And their response in their application of the time was to bring a lamb to the sanctuary to sacrifice it for their sins. Then the the blood of the innocent lamb would run out of its neck that they would Mm. cut and into a bowl, which they would then take into the sanctuary and they would sprinkle on on the veil and they would rub on the horns of the altar of incense in order to, you know, represent God dealing with their sins. Uh, But the process of sanctification after that was, again, like, the Holy Spirit would be working in their hearts, in their lives, and we see the in the stories of the uh, in the stories of the you know the nation of Israel going to war in particular. You know mm. that's where the Holy Spirit would really come up, and you'd see like the Spirit of the Lord came upon yeah. Samson, or the Spirit of the Lord was with mm-hmm. David, or you know, or even in his Psalms, you know. Lord, do not take away your spirit from me. Yes, uh, as he is repenting as well. So we see here that the spirit is active, the spirit is working, and their savior, the people, the person who is saving the Israelites, is not themselves through their yep. works, but it is Christ. Mm-hmm. It is Christ. They're having the same experience. Again, different application. It looks different. Uh, you know, they were establishing a nation. We are establishing the kingdom of heaven in a spiritual sense. Like it's, mm-hmm. it is. There is different application, but is it's the same work from the same God who is working in the same things. Like it's it's the same. Yeah. And, and what's interesting here as well is that it then says in First Corinthians chapter ten verse five, it says, But with most of them God was not pleased, for their bodies were scattered 
in the wilderness. Mm. Uh, most of them, their bodies were... And, and the reason they were scattered in the wilderness is because of their ob- obstinance, ultimately. And, yeah. and it's the same thing with us today. It's like, if we are obstinate to the moving of the Holy Spirit, if we reject God, our bodies won't be scattered in the wilderness because mm. well, we'll, we'll, everyone's going to die. But I more so mean that we will be lost. Like, we'll be destroyed. Absolutely. Their bodies being scattered in the, in the wilderness was a representation of, like, they weren't willing to listen to God. They weren't willing to follow God when he mm. had called them, when he had convicted them, when he was leading them uh, because of their obstinance, because of their hardness of their hearts, their... Yeah their myopic view of who God was and how he was leading. Mm. And we are in the same perils today. Definitely. It's one of the situations like I've had a couple of conversations with some of my sisters and Mm. um, it's actually very interesting where with the different mindsets that we can have um, even as Christians or people outside Mm. um, who aren't Christians. And it's just like, well, if I do my thing, then it'll flourish in one way. And I've had some of my, yeah, my Christian sisters just saying to me, oh, well, if I go here, if I do this, God will just follow me. And it's mm. like we're not called to that. Um, yeah, wow, say, that's a powerful like, point. We're called to follow Jesus, to mm. mimic him, imitate him. Wow. And by that, it's just like how when we have our conversations, we kind of bounce off one another and yeah. then we get some of the characteristics yeah, um, yeah. in that. And then – you end up kind of showing a little bit of the person that you're Mm. hanging out with. Mm. So if we're really hanging out with Jesus, if we're really doing life (laughs) with him, then we're going to want to do what he um, is calling us to. And then eventually our desires will be what he desires. Yeah, that's a really beautiful point. Jesus follows us everywhere. Mm. Um, Jesus, the Bible says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He's knocking on the door of our hearts. But he's following us. Because we're broken and sinful. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not following <laughs> us, like, saying, like, yeah, good job. Like, you know, mm. call, calling out from the back with, like, a, you know, he's not in it. He's not, <laughs> he's not sitting in the back seat of our car or whatever it may be on the, on the, you know, on the way to go and sin or whatever. Like, he's, yeah. he's not following us into sin saying, yeah, I got, you know, I got you, bro. Good job. Like, mm. he's following us saying, repent. Mm-hmm. And then the response to that is to turn around and to follow him. Yes. And to follow him, like this is this is our our only option. Yeah, this is our only goal. This is this is what we should be doing. We talked earlier this week and last week about his sovereignty, the fact that he rules over all, that he mm. has power over all. Um, not that we don't, when we're not Calvinists here, we don't believe yep. in predestination, but we do believe um, that we have the ability to submit our will and our choice to God, mm-hmm. and that we should absolutely. It's just a beautiful factor there because, like. When we repent, it's not turning to Jesus saying, oh, I'm sorry, uh, and then go and do the same thing again. It's genuine repentance is laying it down at Jesus' feet, realizing the consequence of the action itself and how it actually degrades us instead of bringing, yeah, like, wow. lifts us up. Yeah, powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it, yeah, there isn't, um, and, and this is this is the, the huge thing, like, there is no... True joy or stability found outside of following God. Mm. Um, and you you can maybe, like there are people who who can distract themselves enough yes. with the things of this world to say, hey, like I'm, I'm good, you know, until I die, I'm, I'm good. Uh, but the reality is, is God is offering not just security until mm. the point that you die, but for eternity. Um, and his security is found in, in his power. And I think we have a beautiful psalm here, Psalm 114, and it's reflecting on the Exodus. It's 
reflecting yes. on the deliverance of Israel, the deliverance of the house of Jacob. So let's go to Psalm 114. I'm going to spend a little bit of time in there just viewing and observing you know, this, th- these themes that are coming through. Hey, do you want to read Psalm 114? Let's just start in verse 1 and read through to the end. Sounds good. I'm reading it in the New King James Version. When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language, Judah became his sanctuary and Israel his dominion. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams, the little hills like lambs. What ails you, O sea, that you fled? O Jordan, that you turned back. O mountains, that you skipped like rams. O little hills, like lambs. Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turned the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a fountain of waters. Oh, powerful stuff (laughs) here. Yeah, and, you know, we kind of skipped ahead a little bit and we reflected a bit on the fact that Israel turned away, but those initial passages in first Corinthians chapter 10, Mm. looking at the fact that Israel had had this experience following God. uh, And, you know, Christ was that rock essentially like what this is saying here. I think if we can, if we can, if we could summarize it Mm. in a way, it's um, it's basically like if God has the ability to move mountains and, make hills skip like lambs yes. and, you know, this make the seas flee. You know, if he can bring water from the rock, if he can divide the Red Sea, if he can mm. do all of these things, like how much more does he have the ability to take care of you? And it makes me think yes. of that song as well, actually. It's a beautiful song. It's like if he carries the weight of the world upon his shoulder, you know, <sighs> I promise you, my brother, that, you know, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll carry you. you know? Yes. Uh, th- these kinds of things. And, and it, it's beautiful here uh, that, God, his care is, it becomes so sure to the Israelites because, mm. well, it, it should have ultimately, it should have become so sure to, because they're seeing, they're seeing God work in ways and in miraculous ways that they've never seen before. And even the magicians of, of Egypt, where they had come from, couldn't have conjured up. Like yeah. it, it's show, so sure to them who God is and what he's done, yet they still turn away, which is quite sad. I think it's the human thing, though, because it's, you know, the saying, like, seeing is believing. Mm. We don't necessarily believe in everything that we see. Mm. So it can come down to the factor of, okay, well, I expect this to happen. I want mm. this to happen. Oh, well, it's not happening, so I'm not going to follow you. Mm. Um, so that comes with an expectation of, well, I want you to do what I want. Mm. Instead, God's just like, I want a relationship with you. Mm. And, like... I have my boundaries. If you're not going to accept my boundaries, then like it's going to be a bit of a tough relationship mm. there. Dude, and I, I love this here. The comparison that it's making in First Corinthians chapter 10 mm. is that in this the same experience that the Israelites had crossing the Red Sea, yeah. you know, seeing rocks turn into water, doing all these things. We are drinking the same spiritual drink or mm. eating the same spiritual food or experiencing the same spiritual life. You experience the same power in a life transformed by Christ. Yes. And maybe you are sitting here today, maybe you're listening to the breakfast show this morning and you're like, oh, well, man, I, I'm not experiencing that kind of power. I'm not experiencing that kind of, that kind of transformation. And I don't have that proof before me. And 
we would love to just advocate on your behalf and 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 pray for you and but also mm. incite you to to turn to Jesus to look upon him to lay your life before him and the the change that you'll experience will will be like nothing else it'll be a testimony in and of itself to you you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different and Nikita, yes. Would you be able to pick us up in chapter five? Oh, <laughs> question, question five. The yeah. final question for the quiz for this week, guys. This is your last opportunity, and <laughs> the quiz question here is kind of being spoiled <laughs> by uh, by our entire study this morning. So see how well everybody's listening. That's right. Yes. Hey, th- this should be if you haven't gotten an answer correct this week or texted at all. This is the time to do it. And you can Definitely. win off one answer. We've had people win off one answer. Mm-hmm. Hey, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And the question is, what hostile army pursuing the people of Israel was completely destroyed in the middle of the Red Sea? Mm, absolutely. Hey, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. That is the number to text there. Text that number with the correct answer. You'll go into the draw to win the uh or oh, yeah, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Go into that draw. You'll be able to to win uh, our prize for this week, which will be just right after this. Hey, I got a text message coming in from Simon. He says, "Hi guys, great conversation again. One aspect of repentance is the scripture: unless you repent, you'll all likewise perish." Luke chapter thirteen three to five. People must repent to receive remission. Do you mm. agree? This is what the Bible says. Like yep. the Bible says. Without the spilling of blood, mm. there is no remission of sin. Yep. Um, and what that is pointing to is the sanctuary service. Yes. And the sanctuary service would be your like a physical act of your repentance that you are you are accounting for your sin mm. and endeavoring to change. And then secondly, like the first John chapter one and verse nine, like if we confess our sins, yes, repentance mm-hmm. is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Absolutely, repentance is huge. Like repentance is is massive. Again, uh, it, it really is the foundation of of salvation. When mm. we say we come to God, yeah, when we come to Him to repent, uh, like or to be saved. When I say I was saved by God, mm-hmm. it's because you had a repentance experience, absolutely, with, with Him. And now the power to walk in a newness and a freedom of life, yes, comes wholly and solely from Him. Amen. And that is actually the miracle. The miracle of transformation is just crazy. You know, uh, I was I was mentioning uh, a little bit in our in the break. I wanted to to talk about well in the, in the song that just played. Uh, I was talking with Unikita, and and I wanted to talk about just. I was on Instagram last night. Yeah, you know, uh, as as you do, <laughs> and I came across a creator on Instagram. His name is John Gabbana. Uh, I believe I believe that's his his name, John Gabbana. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew him previously as by another name, and that name was Boot Gang. Now, Boot Gang was this famous influencer in like the late 2010s, who would basically his whole thing, how he would attract attention online. He comes from like a super poor background, mm. being like of growing up in the hood in the United States being abused by his parents. And then what he would do is like, he's like, I need to make money because I need to get out of this. Yep. He would just do anything for attention. Yep. Like literally 
anything. And that would be like, he would do like selfie videos. He'd be like walking into a shop mm-hmm. and he would go up to the shop owner. Like he'd say, walk into a jewelry store and they would, he'd be like, Oh, you know, like what's the, what's, what's this? And he'd kind of, he'd have like this kind of swagger about him that would convince people to like hand over stuff to him while he's mm-hmm. looking at it in shops. Uh, you know, he'd be looking at expensive jewelry and then he'd just like run off with it oh. and take a video and then like yep. put it up online. And then he made music as well and was involved in gangs and would like, and I remember there was like this really kind of iconic moment mm-hmm. at the end of the 2010s. And it was iconic because it was actually really tragic and sad. And it yeah. was him doing this interview with this like hip hop radio station where he's like sitting there and just high out of his mind, mm. like absolutely just destroyed. I think he'd been like, um, like sipping lean, which is like a cough syrup, yep. you know, cough medicine mixed with like Sprite. And mm-hmm. he's like, just absolutely just, just gone out of Ooh, it. And yeah. he's like just fading in and out as the interviewer is asking him questions and just the way he would talk and his actions, everything like you cannot, it's just tattoos all over his face. Like you just cannot look at a person mm. that is more low. You could say yeah. like just, just out of it, like barely being able to, to string sentences together yeah, uh, because of their drug usage and whatnot. And then I came across his Instagram last night. He now goes by John Gabbana or Hol- mm-hmm. Holy, his Instagram handle is Holy Gabbana, but he goes by his like birth name now, John Gabbana. And he is this like well-spoken preacher. That's beautiful. Like, like, and, and, when I say well, like I have never heard this man string a sentence together before. Like, yeah, I like could just be just all over the place, slurred all kinds of things. All of a sudden, I'm seeing this person who is like reflected. You know, he's he's become Christian. He's mm. and he became Christian in jail, like because of all his antics and whatnot. He yeah. ended up going to prison. Yeah, um, becomes Christian in jail. He's still got like tattoos all over his face, like all of those scars, everything there. Mm-hmm. You know, he just removed his grills and whatnot, and he's gotten. I think he's got dentures now because he like there was a video that came. Out, I remember back in the day of him getting punched in the jaw and losing all his teeth and then replacing it with like grills and like yeah. baked it, all this stuff. Like he's, in terms of the rest of him, he's clean. He's still got his tattoos all over him, but he's mm-hmm. like just clean and well-spoken. And, uh, you know, when I see Christian conversions, we talked mm. a little bit about yes. recently about other people who are, who either pander or maybe faint a little bit. And it's, I don't think it's necessarily the best thing to judge, but you got to, you know, uh, the Bible calls us to, mm-hmm. to, See if a tree bears fruits. Absolutely. This guy, man, he's just like preaching powerfully and solid biblical stuff, quoting scripture, all these things, like so clear, so like very well thought through as well. It's not not shallow surface level. Absolutely. And and furthermore, he's not like trying to spin his preaching off into like a revived music career or, Mm. you know, spin it off into, oh, now I'm doing this or now I'm doing that. He's just like, nah, like my life now, I'm just... I'm just preaching, I'm working, I'm I'm doing me, I'm living for Christ. That's beautiful. And I, I just I'm shocked. Like I'm I'm really I'm really shocked by this. And to see in this person's life like the miracle of transformation. Mm. And he still has big baggage, you know, like he has people like writing in his comments like constantly, like, isn't this boot gang? Can't believe this. Like and people actually criticizing him for this move. Yeah. Like, you were funnier before, da da da. Like before there was this this guy who's like ruining his life. Mm. And now again, like and and preaching p- truth powerfully as well, like talking talking about even controversial topics, you know, yeah. about like Islam and abortion and a few other mm. things. And people are getting in his comments and like criticizing him, like, oh, you know, you're a Christian, you're not supposed to judge. It's like, no, no, he's not judging. He's like powerfully proclaiming the gospel mm. and biblical truth. And it's just it's shocking for me to see 
it's shocking for me to see because I'm like, I see someone there who was so far from God yes, and now is a pillar of transformation, of restoration. That's the beautiful thing when we have a relationship with Christ, like mm. um, not growing up in the church or anything. Yeah. Like, it's kind of that. Yeah, for yourself yeah. as well. So sometimes it's you, not necessarily even um, like not doing the hard stuff or anything like that, mm. but you reach a certain point in life where you're just like, well, what is the point of life? Mm. And some when you come to Christ, you end up being shown this is what life is, this is what living is, mm. and sometimes like um, you've got testimonies just as powerful and strong and beautiful of um, John changing his life. Yeah, and then you've got some simple stories where you come to Christ and it's like you haven't really done much bad, you mm. can say, but they were still pretty bad and tore you away from Christ. And then Christ is just like slowly showing you this is what life is. But then it's not that you can see what is changing in your life, but the friends around you actually see the change that Christ does in you. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a testimony mm. to the work of God. And, and it's, again, in the same way that it's a testimony, and it's powerful that we saw the rock being turned into water, transformation mm. through Christ. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You are listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. You're joined this morning by, <laughs> by myself, Lawson. Got Nikita in the studio as well. And we've got no more questions to ask. We've just got yes. wheels to spin. Mm. Uh, dude, so many answers have come through this week, actually, and lots of people playing the quiz. So good job to everyone who has been participating. But now, mate... All we got to do is, is spin that wheel and see who is the winner. So here we go. Three, two, one. Let's spin that wheel. Okay. Slowing down. And we... Oh, it's right on the edge there. We have a winner. Congratulations Ooh. to Alan for winning the prize for this week. We'll be getting that one out to you. And we'll be sending, sending you the win- wisdom of Solomon. You'll be wise as Solomon. You'll be under his wing. Absolutely, and you're going to be able to be a political figure in the mm-hmm. in the in the in the ancient Israel. It's going to be awesome. Hey, <laughs> fantastic work! And thank you for everyone for playing the quiz this yes. week. We had a lots of really consistent answers. Like mm. people just really like getting on us every question as soon as it goes out, and then if they'd miss one, they'd be like, "Hey, what was that question?" Da, da, da. <laughs> you know, we, we, like. We really, really had people playing. So good job, guys. Keep playing in the coming weeks. But let's go through some of the answers for our quiz here. What does not boast, parade itself, or get puffed up, according to 1 Corinthians? Love. Love. That's why we said you could answer with an emoji. Yes. Because you can just send us a (laughs) love love heart. heart. That's right. Um, Fill in the blank. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you are spiritual. uh, You are spiritual restore. You are to spiritual source you such who. you who sorry <laughs> man I'm I'm lost bro you who are spiritual restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness considering yourself lest you also be tempted tempted that's right lest you also be tempted and I think there's a beautiful principle there and that is to not just let sin go like mm. to to address it and to not let it spread yeah uh, it really has the ability to that let's uh let's let's not do so let's yes. uh let's let's address sin mm-hmm. by its right name and repent 
Do you want to actually get yes, this one? Yes, I'll for get us? this one. Yeah. In the wilderness, God instructed that the garments of the children of Israel should have a border of what color? Oh, it's the color blue. Yes. Very fashionable there, the, the old Israelites. Is Stunning. Good, good stuff. What weapon did young David use to fell the giant warrior Goliath? A sling. Dude, I watched a video the other day of someone like a professional oh, sling yes. thrower. Like, they, they like throwing rocks like mm-hmm. from the sling. It is actually, and they were doing it accurately. Like Terrifying. They're, hit, they're hitting like their target every mm-hmm. time. It's like, no wonder Goliath died. Yeah. Like a sling is bad news. Like if you get hit by a sling and it's not like a slingshot. Like, it's, it's not the like ones that we They like of. wave it around their head and it's like, and throw Full it. Full on lasso. Absolutely wild. So yeah, and good then, stuff. Finally here. Yes. Yeah. What hostile army pursuing the people of Israel was completely destroyed in the middle of the Red Sea? Uh, that was the army of Egypt. That's right. So yes. yeah, they were they were destroyed because God. You know, this is the thing. Egypt didn't need to be destroyed, mm. um, but it was ultimately we see the hardening of Pharaoh's heart. Yeah, his continual obstinance, stiff neckedness. He didn't want to give the people over, and so ultimately they would his his army would perish. Mm. Uh, Unfortunately, hey, I got a couple of text messages coming through. Firstly, from Stuart, he says, "Love testimonies of lives changed." Remind me, it reminds me of Greg Finance. Now, you know, I, I know Greg uh, working as a pastor in Grafton, and and we're actually talking about it. Greg is someone who has an amazing story coming. We from. interviewed him here. We yeah, oh. we've interviewed him on the breakfast show, coming from a background of drugs and tattoos and and getting mixed up in that world, and now he's a pastor. And and what's really cool, we're talking about. This guy, John Gabbana, formerly Boot Gang, who's like mm. his famous influencer, gave his life to Christ. Like he's actually kept his tattoos. And he's committed to not getting any more tattoos, but he kept his tattoos because he's like, Hey, look, like this is a testimony mm. of where I've come from. People will see my outside, they'll think one way of me, but yeah. then they'll hear me speak, they'll see my actions, they'll see the way I behave, and they'll see something different. And Absolutely. and Greg actually, you know, he's got his tattoos and whatnot, but then powerfully preaching the word as a pastor. And uh Simon writes in he says, your story regarding John Gabbana shows how powerful God's word is in mm-hmm. someone's life. There will be many like John G who will go into the kingdom before those who many think. Yes. And that's powerful, eh? Like that's, we, we see in a person who has been so far from God, so deprived of spirituality, like come to him mm-hmm. in humility. And it should remind us like to come to God in humility as Definitely. well. Now, both of actually, actually Nikita come from non-Christian backgrounds and we, yep. we both have a story of repentance and coming to Jesus. But now like I've been a Christian for six, seven years now, uh, you for a decent amount of time as well. And we see, Hey, the need to consistently and continually fall before Jesus, no matter how comfortable we get with our religion, Full before Jesus. Hey, we've come to the last. This is it. This is it yeah. for the week. It's short week this week because we have Australia Day tomorrow, whoop, whoop. public holiday. Lots of people are going to be hanging around. I'm going to be heading up to Yarra Happy, you know, check, checking out the summer camp up there. What are you going to be doing? I'm going to be having a barbecue and finish setting up my house. Powerful <laughs> barbecue. Yes, there's when? a lunch barbecue at. Um, I met a lady at the tennis club, so she was just like, just come to my house. I'm just like, okay, Brother Dan, you're taking me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh, it's so exciting. Good stuff. Hey, we've come to the end of the show, and like usual, we give away something absolutely for free. And I have before me this free thing that I want to give away. It's called Amazing Grace, a Bible study course by Elizabeth Vera Talbot. Maybe you've been listening to The Breakfast mm. Show today or for many days. Maybe you have been listening to our show and you're in a place 
where maybe you feel like you're not close to, close to Christ or you're on a journey towards Christ. And, mm. and, you know, we've shared stories of transformation this morning. And I can wholeheartedly say that one of the best ways to draw close to Jesus is to get into his word yes. and to do Bible studies and learn about what his word is saying to you today. Absolutely. And so, look, we want to give you this course, this Bible study course, absolutely for free. All you have to do is be the first person to text through the word book at 0491-064-669. Text through book at 0491-064-669, and we'll send that through to you. Amazing Grace, a Bible study course by Elizabeth Vera Talbot. Nikita, thank you so much for joining us thank throughout you, this week, and we look forward to next week where there'll be more great programming, but for this weekend for, and for today, remember to talk faith, live faith, and act faith, and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you till we meet again. for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.